Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If your lamp is glaring at you, you can take it down a notch with some lampshade. Why did the toilet paper cross the road? Because it was on a roll. I donated to some crows on Kickstarter because I like the sound of their cause. Caw! Caw! If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was was a bit of, uh, you know, a, a clown. Your show was better when you had medical questions. Yay! I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve! No. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who gives me street cred. The wacko alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. This is a show for people who never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347 Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at drscottwm. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on the show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, practical nurse, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, registered dietitian, or whatever. Um, I wasn't laughing at chiropractor, acupuncturist. I was laughing at something I'm going to tell you about later. Hmm. All right. Um... 
Don't forget stuff.drsteve.com. Please don't forget stuff.drsteve.com. Really helps a lot. Makes a huge difference. And uh, check out Noom, N-O-O-M, drsteve.com. We're only going to be promoting this for another couple of months. So now's the time if you're interested in losing that COVID weight, getting ready for the oncoming uh, roaring 20s. Uh, Noom.drsteve.com is not a diet. It is a psychology program, and it helps change your attitude and your thought processes when it comes to food. And uh, I've lost a crap load of weight, and I've kept it off for a couple of years now. With the help of Noom, N-O-O-M.drsteve.com, get 20% off if you decide to do it. But you get two weeks free, so you can try it out if you want. If you don't like it, to hell with it. It's totally fine. And then check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. You got anything still up on there? We still have the stress less and fatigue reprieve. Okay. And we do have some uh, some nasal sprays. I just hadn't put them back up there. What? We're only taking the weird medicine. Oh, really? So what do people have to do to get at them? Because I actually, I still have people wanting that stupid crap. I mean, that that awesome stuff. (laughs) They do email us. And uh, we get to it. We get to them in so a couple days. So just email us. Yep. Go to drsteve.com and click contact. Make sure you double check your email address when you put it in. Because I get some people that ask a really cool question, and then I try to answer them back, but their email address is bad. Yep. So, all right. So uh, I am committed to non-COVID stuff going forward unless something happens mm-hmm. that's interesting. Um, so Molnupiravir <laughs> is still in the doldrums. <laughs> Pfizer has a therapeutic, a decent therapeutic that you would take when you're diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And it would keep you from going in the hospital and keep you from dying if you go in the hospital will be the end of this. Right so I will report that Yeah, I'm with you. when that comes out. And I'm still holding out. Hope for malnupiravir. I don't know what in the f happened with favipiravir. I or favipiravir. I was talking about that hell over a year ago, yeah, at least and nothing year. happened. Yeah. Pissed off. That was already on the market in Japan as an influenza. No clue what the hell happened there. Hmm. This. I said I wasn't going to talk about this shit. God damn it. But, we make you know, quick. this reliance on vaccines and not spending enough time on therapeutics, uh, at least that's the perception that we have. And, and that's I'm not a conspiracy weirdo or any of that. I just didn't see the thrust to therapeutics, although I'm, I will have to say we have some pretty cool therapeutics right now, particularly if you're in the hospital. You know, the remdesivir is OK. Um, you know, we've got a couple of these tyrosine kinase inhibitors that are doing pretty well for the co- you know, for the cytokine storm. Yep. They're just powerful anti-inflammatory medications for the most part, kind of one way to think about it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and, and, and the, the monoclonal, you know, inhibitors and stuff like that, you know, it's pretty cool stuff. And the monoclonal antibodies. Yes. They're helping. The monoclonal antibodies. If I get COVID, mm-hmm. the first thing I'm going to do is go to a monoclonal antibody store mm-hmm. and get the monoclonal antibody because I'm 65, I'll be 66 in, oh, fuck, 12 days. <laughs> and... Uh, <clears throat> The, the time just keeps marching on, folks. It just doesn't stop. <laughs> it gets Those faster, doesn't it? young assholes up there, <laughs> he's old. You'll, you'll either die or you'll get old, one or the other. Yep. So enjoy. <laughs> either way. Assholes. I don't even know who I'm talking 60, to now. Almost 66. That's incredible. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, my God. In my head, I'm still that long-haired idiot that one go smile for the man when he was 21 getting his driver's license you were smiling when you're streaking i was yeah so at least you you you, you can smile if you no i wasn't smiling then (laughs) everybody's seen that picture just go look at uh the mando birch i love it dr steve mando birch when they just shit on me for my high school band there's a picture of of that exact driver's license on there Mm. anyway um what were we talking about? Uh, n- not enough focus on Oh, well, yeah. Focus. I will go yeah. because Mon- I'm monoclonal, in the risk group. Yeah, I will get the monoclonal antibody because it's been shown to be pretty damn effective at keeping yeah. people 
outside of the hospital from going into the hospital. That's correct, yeah. So anyway. That's good. Right. That's good so we will be reporting on that stuff, but uh, no more he who will not be named and his stupid COVID card that I think I still think now that we got gaslit on. But um, just neither here nor there. I, you went too easy on him. And it's like, no, you can't shine a light on something and chase it away at the same time. And I, my, I've been consistent throughout this since he dropped this on us that day mm-hmm. was that uh, my position is that if you're going to have a policy that relies on these cards to keep your population safe, it will fail. Mm-hmm. And this is why. Yep. N- now you know. Okay. Yeah, so we made the We've point. Proven it. Because <laughs> there's, there's thousands of people who are doing that, not yeah. just him. No, I don't think so. Insane. Cut him, you know. Uh, no, don't cut him some slack. But you know. Oh no, I'm not. No, 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 shit. No, no I'm not no, either. No, I know you're not. He's uh, and he knows that too. Yeah, he knows he's he in the doghouse. He's but I think I think one. we were gaslit. But that's okay. Even if he was gaslighting us, it's we still exposed a flaw in the system that is glaring. You can drive a damn truck through the hole in that system if you were going to say, well, we're only going to let people do this if they have that card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see the woman insane, that got yeah. that got arrested because she had a, she had a, a counterfeit card and they spelled Moderna wrong? Yes. They got to dig a little further, and she was actually not even in from that state. Oh, is that right? It was a different state where, where she was claiming it's like to have McLovin. It. <laughs> it's it super is. bad. It is. It's a. It's that level of COVID card is McLovin. Oh God, oh, what a great. And if you don't know, if anyone who's listening who doesn't know what I'm talking about, you're you need to go watch Super Bad right super now. Super Bad. It is great. Um. So I am back from Chicago. Yeah, that's right. You had a trip. And uh, I have not come down with symptoms. I really felt like it was a super spreader event. But it was the Who Are These Podcasts event. And I'm going to tell you, I met so many new friends at that thing. It was great. The fans were great. There were a few people said to say hello to you, Dr. Scott. Not too many, but there were a few. None of them hot women. Yeah, that's okay. But that's okay. I mean, there were a few of those there too. But you know, I who, what am I? Well, what they, look? they must have been working or, we, or we, <laughs> they were the bartenders. No, no, and well, that's true. No, no, there were some very attractive women who were fans <laughs> of WATP. Mm-hmm. But I will say that we went bar hopping after the thing, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about the show. And if you all want to hear the show, it's on there. Uh, it's not even a Patreon show. It's just the one called. Uh, Jersey Shore Fanily. Oh, the podcast that they picked for this one was a real doozy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this woman, who is the host of the show, um, fancies herself to be quite the author, and she wrote a fan fiction about Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, and about how Rita was preparing Thanksgiving dinner. And she thought that it was very clever I don't want to spoil it, but just uh, she I'll tell you this part that she thought it was very clever that Tom Hanks's name, if you just take his first initial and then his last name, it spells out thanks. Mm. So T. Hanks giving. And oh, Rita Wilson thought she was so clever. And she and Tom laughed and laughed until they cried. And it was like, really? Oh, my. So, um, you know, it was it was it was. um Offensive on many, many levels. <laughs> None the least of which is that Rita Wilson isn't a dumb housewife. I mean, she's a very accomplished woman yes, yes. in her own. Uh, yes, and is. not that there's anything wrong with being a homemaker. And I don't want to hear. No, I'm very. <laughs> it is work, too. Yes, it is. And uh, a very important thing, whether you're a male or a female. Um, uh, why do we, you know, this is 2021. Now I have to explain all that. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a male homemaker or a female homemaker, it's fine. Yes. It is a very important thing. Yes. 
But anyway, that was just only one of the levels it was offensive about. But anyway, so he picked a really good one, and the venue was great. I got some good pictures. I put them up on the on uh, their subreddit if you want to see the photographs. And um, I we but after the event, we went bar hopping. Oh my! And uh, yeah, ended up at Scores at the very end of the evening. Mm-hmm. Now Scores, if you're not aware, is a um, franchise of a gentleman's club. Okay. And we had this guy with us who was Carl's best friend. His name's Jay, and he is now my new best friend. He, he's supplanted you, Dr. Scott. Oh, man. But um, he uh, was just wasted. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we're going to get bottle service. So we get in there. Oh, no. And, you know, bottle service ain't cheap. No, gosh, no. And so when I told I told him how much it was, he said, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> and so we, you know, I think I think I paid. Ha- I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I know I paid quite a bit to to get some people in, but we we get in there, and I'm so old. There were some very attractive women there, of course. Sure. And um, they glommed onto the younger guys and left me alone. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm people were taking dollar bills, Doctor Scott, mm-hmm. and then. Sort of, you know, that butt floss mm-hmm. where you can kind of just stick a dollar bill in there so that's like the floss is holding it in the cheeks of their, okay. of their you know, um, gluteus yeah. muscles. Okay. And all I could think of is I'm so old as, God, those dollar bills got to stink. <laughs> you know, all I could think of was the yes. smell of those dollar bills. That, yes. Oh, that's not, that's, you know, so then I realized, okay. You're too old to be You're in way here. Too old. So I got uh, 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 my n- other new best friend. His name is Reese. Not sure where he came from. He hung out with us, and um, <laughs> he uh, he drove me back to my hotel. <laughs> so that was very nice of him to do that. Now his friend couldn't get in because he was wearing like stretch athletic shorts, and they wouldn't let him in. Oh, funny! So we get out to the car. And that we thought that guy had left. He was going to get an Uber and go back, but he couldn't get one. No, nobody would come out where we were, and uh, it was yeah, it was an interesting part of town. And so um, he was still sitting out there, and so they traded pants <laughs> in the car, and then Reese drove me home. <laughs> I love it. But let me tell you something. I love it. I loved these people. Have fun. They sound like good folks. We had so much fun. Uh, Producer Chris, sweetest, nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl, of course. I mean, he's just a delightful human being. His wife is, uh, I did not realize that she is Jen from the Jingles Department. So she's a musician and okay. she does. And she was just absolutely delightful. I would have hung out with her the whole time, but it would have been weird, mm-hmm. you know, just hanging out with some other dude's wife. But I loved her. Except for your advancing age. It's yeah, that's that true. I get a little bit of a pass for that. <laughs> but then it, the, you know, there's a fine line between being a quaint elder Statesman and being a dirty old man yeah, that's too. True. And been old perv. But I got to meet uh, Casey and uh, Vic, the um, uh, the the uh, review girls. Oh, okay, and they were delightful. And somebody said in the subreddit after I took pictures, they said everybody's thinner than I thought they would be, <laughs> except for Vinny. And uh, Vinny is a big dude. Vinny Paulino is hilarious. I would love to get him down here to do uh, comedy sometime if we, when this shit clears up. Oh, cool. And, and is he from Chicago area? No, he's from I guess Rochester. Okay, okay. But he would come. He you know he tours. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, he was hilarious. And uh, I don't want to leave anybody out, but I, of course I will. So, oh, Trucker Andy, I got to meet Croge. I met, oh, uh, Dick Masterson from The Dick Show. And he was a big hit at the strip club because he's got this huge mane of black hair and he's a really good looking guy. Oh, yeah. Young guy. Yeah, he's in really good shape. And, uh, you know, the, the women is pretty much, you know, we're all over him. Oh, well, so. you know, this, just like you and I in our good old days. Years and years ago. Oh, no. Yeah. No, but I never. <laughs> I remember I was at a strip club. The only I hadn't been in a strip club since I was at uh, the archery tournament in Atlantic City. So that would have been before Tacey. This would have been 25 years ago. And I remember this woman in New Jersey. They had some different rules. And she just stuck her, her um, gluteus gluteal area in my face. And I just got a waft of just kind of 
stank, stank. and I was like, nah. And then what are you supposed to do? So I don't get the whole strip club thing. Uh, and, and I said this to one of those people because this is my sort of my standard line. But, you, you know, are you supposed to just go there and ogle naked women and then go home and beat off? I mean, what's the point of it? And one guy said, yeah, that's exactly what the point is. And it's like, okay, well, if that's the point, then I... Unless you find some company. The on theater your in my mind is is already full to the rim from, you know, 65 years of <laughs> fantasizing. And that is including my mom's tits. Uh-huh. You well, know. There you go. So. Yep. That's pretty pretty cool. Yep. Unless, like I said, unless you find find you a, a friend on the way home then, uh, from the strip club. Well, I think that that was a possibility. Uh, I can't I can't say too much, but I think that some certain people there were offered certain things that weren't just part of the normal package, if the, you know what I mean. Yes, the normal show, right. So, but it was interesting. You know, I, I loved hanging out with those guys. Hell, if they're going to strip club, I'm going too. That's cool. You know, because I didn't want to just leave because I was having too much fun hanging out with them. Just really, really great people. Now, they are asses on that show, and, you know, they savage people on that show. But in person, they're just lovely. How wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, and you shout need, out to all my new friends. You know, we, and you needed uh, a break from the... Uh, action here i can tell you that right now oh you, you the, needed it let me tell you the other Big thing time, yeah. let me tell you the other thing so i got to cross something off my bucket list oh yes indeed and that was um i got to go to a marijuana dispensary stop it yeah. <laughs> oh wait oh, no, that's the wrong drop that's the wrong, that's the wrong, that's the wrong drop that's <laughs> so Listen, during the 60s, it was terrifying. We had, there was a guy when I was in Ann Arbor, a guy named John Sinclair. Look him up. He got, he was an activist, got busted with two joints and put in jail. And then we had free John Sinclair concerts from then on. Not even sure whatever happened to John Sinclair. You might look. I know we talked about this once before. Mm. Yeah, look him up. John Sinclair, Ann Arbor. Put that in and okay. see if you come up with anything. But he was in prison for a while for two joints. I had friends in college who got busted for marijuana. So it was, you know, it was scary to uh, be an aficionado of the uh, sativa plant and uh, at those times because it, it could end your life, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was always on my bucket list to go and be able to buy it legally somewhere. And so at first I was going to go to Amsterdam because that would be cool. But I decided, no, I want it to be in my own country. And then the marijuana laws started to turn around. So Michigan was one of the first to decriminalize. I remember when they decriminalized pot, and that was a big deal, where it became uh, no worse than a parking ticket. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, you know, other states started to uh, decriminalize, and then, you know, Colorado is one of the first states to make it recreational, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. 20, it's been uh, 20, 20 years? What's that? Since they've done it, I think. What? Has it been, has it been that long? I, I was going to say it's been it's been longer than you think. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, look that yeah. up, too. So, uh, so, yeah, I got to go in. It's cool. When you walk in, you, they're spraying pot smell everywhere because you can smell it. And, um, I mean, I am aware of what it smells like. (laughs) And, um, yeah, they take your ID, and then you go through this hermetically sealed door, and then they've got, you know, the deal in Illinois is if you're not a resident, you can buy 250 milligrams. Is that right? Or 250 grams. Crap. Is it 250 grams? I think it's 250 grams, yeah. Okay. You know, a reasonable amount. Yeah, that's a nice... It comes in... You know, forty gram packs, so you could buy plenty yeah. of things. Yeah, enough to enough to get you through the evening for sure. Yeah, or hundred, and then hundred gram packs. So I bought two hundred gram packs, mm-hmm. and didn't do them. I just gave them to somebody at the thing. Maybe I, they don't want to know <laughs> anybody to know who I gave it to. But I, um, <clears throat> but it will help his comedy. Put it that way. <laughs> and uh, but I just gave it to them. But I just wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. 
You what know? Wonderful, yeah. Yeah. And I bet that place was nice, wasn't it? It was, it was so nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, there was nothing seedy about it at all. No. It was very clean, uh, hermetically, like I said, hermetically sealed mm-hmm. uh, from the outside and very modern and just, you know, all clean, you know, white cab- cabinets and things. And then they, they had a, a computer system where you could say, hey, I want to laugh or I want to chill or whatever, and then it would pop up a bunch of things. Then they had people wandering around just asking if you needed help. Your bud tenders. Yeah. So yeah, now you went to yeah. one yep. in, uh, in Denver. In Denver. And now they're a little bit more mature. Now is it, yeah. can you just, is it just like a store? Do you just walk in or do you have to go through a screening process? Kind of a screening process also in, in, in Denver anyway. They were, and they were very nice. It was like going into a jewelry store. You, mm-hmm. go, in, you go in. And I would say the same they, thing. They yes, check, that's a good analogy. They check you, your ID, and then they buzz you in when 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 there's yeah proper right. amount of people. Yeah, yeah. same same model. Yeah, it was which I just love cash only. Cash only. Come yeah. on, banks. Yeah. It was wonderful, but you know because I was I was impressed. banks need to start letting them use credit cards so that they're not keeping so much cash on hand. It yeah, just attracts. Bad, you know, uh, people who want to take that from them. Yep, it's like leaving food out on your counter at night. You know, the ants are going to eventually yeah. find it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was super nice. Now, now, in in, in Telluride, it was a little different. It was a little bit. Some of the places in Telluride, you can walk in. It was very much like walking into a, you know, a Seven Eleven. You just kind of really? go and pick out what you want, and you, you yeah, know, you show them your ID, and you really, okay, yep, yep. Yeah. So what what did you get? Did oh, you, I, got, I might have a new bucket list. Yeah, did you did you get um? I just got two things of hybrid. Hybrid, yeah. No, I mean like gummies. Did, yeah, gummies. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah, got gummies. Yeah. But you, because I, I, I knew my friend would like those, and I I didn't want to do it. I just wanted to mm-hmm. buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got infusions now. This one company that out of Illinois that they've got infusions where they're putting some in, into coffee and tea. Yeah, and I saw that too. And, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff. So, which I like because. Smoking thing. I've never been a proponent of smoking anything. Yeah. Um, just, you know, with, it's just, lungs, it's yeah. so immediate. That's the thing is you can control the dose a lot better mm-hmm. because they're, the surface area in the lungs is oh, so yeah. high. But yeah, smoking sucks. Vaping, <clears throat> I, not you know, so good either. Uh, if, if I knew that they were using proper vehicles to deliver it, I'd be kind of okay with it. You know, saline's okay, but, uh, you know, uh, cannabis is not water-soluble, so you have to use something fat-soluble. And I don't know all the science behind vaping, but, no, you can't just put water in there. No, no, no. No, you know what they've got now? They've got some actually some cool new um, 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 pipes, for lack of a better term, that are similar to vaping, but it doesn't get it as hot. Yes, I've seen that. It doesn't liquid. Doesn't make it kind of liquid in your in your mouth and moisture yeah. to to uh, give you that kind of wet lung kind of feel. Yeah, it's just a, it's it's kind of like um, smoking a joint, except for it's a whole. Yeah, it's not. There's no heat and there's no exactly. tar and no tar. Yeah, right. And it's not yeah. near as hot. Interesting. Well, anyway, well that was fun. Well, it got Doctor Steve. Yeah, it was a We're great so trip. It was a great you. trip. We're so proud of yeah. you. That's good stuff. <laughs> I'm glad you, but yeah, you needed you needed a damn break. Your your damn blood pressure was running somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 over about 250. Well, it's back to that again today. <laughs> I mean, I you needed a damn break, brother. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah, I still need one, but anyway, I'm going to get one. I'm either going to, uh, I, 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 what was the what's the say or the way that he said it? Um, I look forward to the peace that death will bring <laughs> <laughs> so it's either that or i gotta retire one or the other i just you know i just hope at my age that i can retire and you know enjoy, soon enough yeah. before i have a freaking stroke yeah and enjoy because uh you know i'm chairman of the ethics committee and over a large health system and a bunch of other stuff and i'm um on top of having to see you know see patients oh, yeah. which is what oh, i like oh, to do yeah. and then be yeah, administrative that's, that's what you're really good at training a bunch of people and which i am decent at and teaching and all this mm-hmm. stuff you know it's just a lot mm-hmm. so anyway but it, you know hell we all have a rough time what nobody's gonna boohoo over what i'm doing but anyway so but yeah check out uh who are these podcasts my new best friends over there that's and, awesome um, man 
Yeah, lots, yeah. Lots I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, and I know I am. But if I think of them, uh, I will. Uh, shit, I know it's now. It's driving me crazy. It'll I got to look you. at the damn picture. It'll now. hit you somewhere in the uh, middle of the night. Hey, by the way, they legalized um, recreational cannabis in, in Colorado in 12, 2012. So it's 2012. ten years. Ten years. I was okay. Wow. Yeah, ten years. Yep. Wow. It's crazy, isn't it? It's still a long time. It's still a long time. So it's been long enough to understand that uh, the end of the world didn't happen. Yes. You know? And last year in Colorado, they they made more money than they have in any year, is my understanding. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Tax money? Yeah. Or just money, money? Well, of course, they they, they pay their taxes, so they had a lot of money. Tax revenue, which is good. Yeah. Which is good. Okay. So anyway, check. Yeah, go to if you go to Reddit, it's just r slash who are these podcasts, and I've got pictures there. There's Carl, Jen, Crows, yeah, Casey. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think I forgot anybody. If I did, I apologize. But you, you, you're you're in my thoughts. Just not on your name isn't. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, so I haven't done any prep for this, but you brought a story, right? Yeah, I did bring one. Yeah, I'm. What, let's talk about this damn clusterfuck. Yes, yeah, so, and this is uh, actually from a reputable news source. Yeah, no, it's a real thing. Yeah. So a man uses adhesive instead of a condom and dies. Yep. So in a b- bizarre turn of events, a gentleman um, died using an epoxy resin in lieu of a condom during intercourse with a former fiance. Oh, okay. So many things wrong with this. Oh, it gets it gets better. It gets okay. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his, his family's now asking for some investigations. But now, again, this is this is allegedly 25-year-old. They, he and his ex-fiancee were going to hook up but didn't have a condom. But they had this resin that they figured they could use as a... As um, epoxy. As epoxy, right. So it's, it's the thing where you take the two resins and, and they're liquid. And when you mix them together, they turn solid. Yeah, like a JB Weld kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And apparently, they, my understanding is that they were sniffing them to get high. Although... Yes. Usually it's t- it's toluene containing things like uh, airplane glue has toluene in it, mm-hmm. and that'll get you really messed up. Oh, yeah, but I didn't know epoxy would do that too. Yeah, I didn't. Do that. Of course, you never know what kind of epoxy he was, he was using, but but evidently that yeah, these allegedly this what this thing says that they were they were both drug addicts, okay. and they they carried that epoxy around and certain things to to sniff on and get high all the time. Okay, and that's all they had, so they just felt that that would uh, work instead of a condom. The, so they're doing all this stuff, and the thing she was worried about was getting pregnant? Exactly. That's what I was... I mean, I'm... I'm come on, man. Okay, I kind of get that. But. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On, come on, man. So, yeah, he uh, decided to apply the adhesive to his private parts to ensure that she does not get pregnant. pregnant. So I'm assuming what he thought he was going to do. I wonder if he... Oh, by the way, I learned the best new word... And it has it's apropos to this. Watching Love Island UK, 
And there's a woman on there named Faye, and she was mad at the boys, and she called them a bunch of arsing bellands, I think. And a bellend is just, I had to look it up. Hmm. Never heard of it. Okay, so a bellend in, in the U.K., is the head of a penis. Okay. You know, it looks like a bell end. Yeah, be- oh, yeah, bell right? end. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, so anyway, yeah, I, and I can't, if I if I can find a bell end. her <laughs> saying that, I'm going to put that as a drop on, <laughs> on this, uh, on this uh, soundboard because it was just so great. I laughed. I laughed all night long. Mm. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, so this bell end put this strong epoxy adhesive on his bell end, and I'm assuming when I first heard this that I figured he just squirted it up his urethral meatus, right. a.k.a. Assume, yeah. cock hole. But I'm wondering now if he just coated the end of his penis with it, mm-hmm. thinking that he could just peel it off later. Maybe. Which, by the way, you cannot. Do not do that. That's a terrible this idea. This is, don't do this. I know we had, he, he'll who shall remain unnamed on <laughs> and we exposed his behavior and then I was accused of promoting that behavior people can't tell the difference so no. I'm just that's why I have to say this I'm not promoting this I am exposing it just because we're talking about it on the show doesn't mean that we think that this is a good idea we actively said this is a bad idea mm-hmm. matter of fact it may kill you mm-hmm. because that's the more the end of this story, right? Go ahead and tell us the rest. Yeah, so evidently it did. It killed him, sent him into multi-organ failure. So he was found unconscious the following day in a bed of shrubberies. Oh, I didn't see that part. Outside an apartment building by an acquaintance who took him home. Mm. He got worse over the course of the day. Oh, yeah, God forbid. Of course, for him, if he's a you know a drug addict, maybe finding him a unconscious in a bed of shrubberies probably wasn't out of the norm yeah hmm so yeah i didn't see that part of the story it just seems to get worse and worse yeah it says here police busy uh believe that his use of the glue worsened his already weak condition contributing to the organ failure leading to his death no that's not what happened um if he plugged up his urethral meatus, he most likely could no longer urinate. Mm-hmm. And if you can't void your a horrible bladder, it's got nowhere to go but back up into the kidneys. And when yeah. you do that, you end up with kidney failure because the kidneys can only push against pressure for so long. Yep. And then you end up with kidney failure. And if you don't do anything about it, uh, you know, Toxins, real toxins, real toxins, yeah. uh, build up in your body, causing unconsciousness and what we would call encephalopathy or a toxic encephalopathy, and then uh, resulting in uh, death if it's not f- treated. Right. I don't even know what they would have been able to do. I mean, they would have had to have uh, put in what we call a superpubic catheter. Mm-hmm. So if they he had come in with a full bladder and an obstructed urethra they would take <clears throat> a trocar which is just basically a nail a big huge fat <laughs> a <one>. big nail <laughs> and they would jam it into his bladder above the uh pel- pubic Pelibone, bone yep. and right into the bladder and then urine goes everywhere and then you uh, put a catheter in there and then you would start pissing out of this hole in your abdomen rather than uh, out of the end of your penis until they could fix that. Mm-hmm. If he'd gotten there soon enough, if that's all that was going on, they probably could have saved his life. He'd still have a lot of pain. Yeah. <laughs> he'd still yeah. be pretty damn miserable. Yeah. Lord, that's a please, terrible idea. Please, don't please, please do don't do that. Yes. That's so, it's, um, yeah, not good. Okay. All right. What else you got? Is that it? Well, if you want to stay on penis stories, did yes, you see? Yes, of did, course. Did you, did you see? Did, it's all we're talking about. <laughs> did you Dicks see? and nuts. Now, and I just literally read this. And I already talked about Dick from the Dick, from Dick the show. Masterson show. Yeah, there was, so I, that's the Dick. Let's talk about nuts now. I, I guess in Middle Tennessee, I guess yesterday, there was a gentleman running from the law who mm-hmm. had obviously had some psych issues. Okay. Um, he reached down cut his penis off and threw it out the window while he was driving. Why? 
I don't know. That <clears throat> all I know is that, that he was arrested and taken to Vanderbilt. <laughs> now was he like accused of sexual assault or something and he thought that he was going to get rid of the evidence? I don't I, I didn't get that far, but he was obviously had some psychosis, obviously. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Don't that do a, that yeah, either. Don't do that either. Don't cut your no. penis off. You might need it for something. This might be our show of just hey, don't do this. I've got another one called Human Penises Are Shrinking Because of Pollution Warns scientist not plural <laughs> one scientist one dr shanna swan <laughs> has found that chemicals called phthalates and that's p-h-t-h-a-l-a-t-e-s are causing human babies to be born with malformed genitals so let's read this one penises are shrinking and genitals becoming malformed because of pollution an environmental scientist has warned in a new book Detailing the challenges facing human reproduction. Dr. Shanna Swan writes that humanity is facing an existential crisis in fertility rates as a result of phthalates, a chemical used when manufacturing plastics that impacts the hormone-producing endocrine system. Dr. Scott, would you look at um, what countries produce the highest amount of phthalates? That's pH. T H A L. Okay. Because then I'm going to, that's going to help me decide whether I care about this. As a result of this pollution, a growing number of babies are being born with small penises, she writes. Her book, titled Countdown. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. How can I do this? Her book, entitled Countdown examines how our modern world is threatening sperm counts, altering male and female reproductive development, and imperiling the future of the human... <laughs> Come on! <laughs> imperiling the future of the human race. This is quite um, breathless. Now look, I am an environmentalist myself, and I do not think that we should be um, just, you know throwing uh, plastic would it hurt if we had slightly fewer children i wonder what uh, <laughs> rate this was happening at i mean seriously okay dr swan's research began by examining phthalate syndrome something observed in rats which found that when fetuses were exposed to the chemical they were likely to be born with shrunken genitals she discovered that male human babies who had been exposed to phthalates in the womb had shorter anogenital distance something that corresponded with penile volume. So anal genital distance just means that their junk is closer to their um, anus, basically. Mm -hmm. The chemical has an industrial use. Okay, so they had shorter anal genital distance, which is correlated with penile volume. That's interesting. Of course, mm. correlation and causation aren't the same thing. Mm. Chemical has an industrial use of making plastics more flexible, but Dr. Swan says being transmitted into toys and foods and subsequently harms human development. So I want to know what the incidence of this is. Mm -hmm. And is it actually increasing? So let me look here. Um, Dr. Swan is a professor in environmental medicine and public health at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City. Okay, so not a um, not a, just a shabby place, yeah. you know, shabby place at all. Based to work on a series of peer-reviewed research studies, one study published in 2017. Uh, this is where we get into the meat of it. Found that sperm levels among men in Western countries had dropped by more than 50 percent over the past four decades. Now we did talk about this. The good news is, okay, so um, hang on a second. Echo, how many sperm are in a single ejaculation? See if she knows. Sorry, I'm not sure. Uh, okay, she doesn't want that's to answer. Dirty, She's a dirty not taking word. questions It's today. a dirty word. How to many her. sperm in, a, in an ejaculation? Okay, so we may have to do it by volume. Okay, a male, a fertile male ejaculates between two and five milliliters of semen. In each ml, there are 100 million sperm. So we're talking 500 million per ejaculate, okay? Mm -hmm. And if that's down 50%, so it used to be a million, now it's 500 million, you only need one. Yeah. So I, uh, although I'm not thrilled by this news, I'm also not overly concerned about it because of the just massive massive redundancy 
and overabundance of sperm cells that uh, that we produce in order to uh, take the species to the next level. Mm-hmm. So, okay. China, Let's by see. the way, is the number one producer of the phthalates. Of phthalates. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, Dr. Swan believes rapidly decreasing fertility rate ooh, means that most men will be unable to produce viable sperm by 2045. Now, that's a big leap to say that because it dropped 50% in the last four decades, that it's going to continue to do that. Because hmm. we don't know that for sure. So that's a half-life of 40 years, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that would be. Yep. So in another 40 years, so that's 40 years to, to went to the past four decades. So by 2061, everybody will be producing 250 million mm-hmm. sperm. And then 40 years after that, if that continues, which it won't, it doesn't, doesn't these things are rarely linear, right. it'd be 125,000, which is still plenty. Mm-hmm. Now- uh, what we don't want to get into is um, a situation like The Handmaid's Tale or Children of Men. Have you ever seen that movie? No. That's a good movie where the fertility rate drops to the point where no one, the oldest kid, no, wait a minute, the young, hmm, youngest kid in the world is 18. Oh, wow. Yeah, so a baby hadn't been born in the whole world in 18 years. And then that kid dies because they're they're celebrities. And then, you know, they draw untoward attention and then somebody kills them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it just keeps, you know, people keep mourning the youngest kid in the world Mm -hmm. getting older and older. And then a spoiler, you know, a woman is found that's pregnant and they got to get her from one place to the other. It's got a great soundtrack. It's a great Kind of indie indie movie. Okay. So check out Children of Men. That's cool. So we don't want that, obviously. No, we don't want that. But a lot of times these things are, uh, uh, I would like to see those studies, but apparently those studies are reasonably robust, 185 studies involving 45,000 healthy men. So, yeah, there's something definitely there. But, uh, yeah, so China's the number one producer of phthalates. They already enforce a low fertility rate, right? They're That's still correct. doing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They still do that? Yep. You're the China expert. So. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Very interesting. Okay, so I just Googled penises in the news, so that's one. <laughs> um, let me see. Okay. This is so much better than, than bitching about somebody's, you know, fake card. Yeah, so here's one that says... <laughs> Here's a rebuttal that says our penis is really shrinking. Here's what the science says. Oh, and it's the same thing. Mm. Okay. New book has memorable warning. Industrial chemicals are making penises shrink and impacting fertility. I've got to learn whether this is for real. I mean, I know that she says it's for real. Let's see if it's a real effect. But anyway, um, let's see. I put penises in the news, and then it all comes up to that one thing. Yeah, penises in the news. Don't you like this show prep, Dr. It's Scott? Perfect. I literally got home two minutes before we were going to record, and we're recording a day late. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so It has been pretty hectic around here. Yeah, it's been uh, kind of crazy. I could, put, I could put a minus on here and say, yeah, it's all penis pollution. What, what is penis shrinkage and why does it happen? Okay, well, this might be a good one. I'll see, and I've got a good one too. Though. Okay, give me give me yours. So, I was I was asked this question recently. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for a male who is we are treating for some epididymitis? Yeah, who they think may have um, um, E. coli. Okay. Okay. He, we did a UA on, your analysis. Okay. On, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and um, treating him for E. coli, and he thinks he may have gotten it because he was having anal sex. Okay. Is that possible? I would say that it's not impossible. That's I'll I, tell you why. I told him the same thing. Yeah, okay. Well, tell me your reasoning. Well, I told him it's... it's uh, define your terms, so People don't know E. coli and yeah. epididymitis and all that stuff. So so, so the epididymis is in the... Uh, is in. It's in the the men's junk area in the in the testicular sac. It's a little tube runs through there, and you those can get swollen. Well, epididymis is actually attached to the to the testicle Testicles, at the yeah. very top, and yeah, when but you, they, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. It, but, but and those things can get really sore if you've ever had them. Typically, you can get epididymis from an infection, from an injury. Yep. You know, you, you know, bicycle riding baseball players can get them. But or just anyway, 
or just yeah, you can just randomly get them too. And um, lifting weights, I had epididymitis from weightlifting back when I was doing bodybuilding. It's very strange, isn't it? It's very uncomfortable. Well, it's a lot. Of, oh, it's it was awful. It was just like you felt like you were getting kicked in the nuts just yeah. constantly. Yeah, and, and, and they probably treated you with with some anti-inflammatories. Yep, and and, and probably some scrotal and, support. Yep, and you know, I, that's what baths. I said. Yeah, a warm. That's what I told him. That we're going to put him on a warm, a warm moist towel, and and even a warm, you know, more salt salt bath. And don't pump iron without wearing a jock strap. Do no, for real? No, that's true. Yeah, don't do that either because yeah. you can't hurt yourself. Uh, but um. But he was, but he 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 hypothesized, and he had, he told the urologist this that, yeah. that he and his he, he and his um, significant other have um, anal sex, mm-hmm. and he thinks that she he he might have as he was having sex with her, um, that he might have contracted the colon. Well, I was from, thinking from the other colon. way. No, I was thinking colon, that somebody yeah. was was ramming right, him yeah. because you could get it that way too. Right on him. Yeah. So okay, so your your hypothesis is that he forced E. coli into his urethra, into his urethra and then it's yeah. worked its way back. It's not an impossible thing. Yeah. So another reason why we recommend people urinate after having intercourse if you can. I told him to say that. He, yeah. goes, he goes, well, I didn't do that. And I said, well, you dummy. Well, well you, <laughs> sometimes you not, can't. Not that that's going to fix it. But. You don't want to have sex on a full bladder either because that's no. not enjoyable. Pee so. first. Pee first. Yeah. So Gold, golden showers are not always. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But yeah, it's not impossible. Not impossible, no. And uh, it's a, sort of a circuitous route, though. Yes. For it to get there, because the epididymis be is not to attached to the bladder in any way to the bladder. So, so that is one way. The other way is um, it would if he was having receiving anal mm-hmm. sex. Let's mm-hmm. just say that you know she was wearing a strap on or something like sure, that. Sure. That the backside. Of the col, uh, let me see the hmm. the posterior aspect the, 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 of a- the prostate is, is the, the anterior, anterior aspect of the colon, right. and you can transmit some bacteria uh, through the prostate then to the um, uh, to the vas deferens, which is the tube that you clip when you do a vasectomy, that can then get to the um, uh, epididymis, and I've always thought that was pretty circuitous too but apparently there's really good blood supply in there and it can happen it's been known to happen because the epididymis does get infected with bacteria mm-hmm. so um yes these things can happen and sometimes you just don't know right on. yeah and that's what so. i told him i said the, the the odds of it happening really slim but not not zero yeah probably not zero yeah. yep very good so, um, Dr. Scott saying don't do anal sex, y'all, and I'm saying it's okay. Go ahead and do what you want to do. <laughs> He's against it. No. I'm, no, I'm just... Okay, so this is one research on average penis size. This is from British uh, Journal International. Finds the average penis size falls within the following ranges. This will be a surprise for some people. The average length of a flaccid penis, 9.16 Centimeters, sorry everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Which is about three inches. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's three point six inches. So three and a half inches. <laughs> and then the average length of a flaccid stretched penis, in other words, if you yank it out, is about five point three inches. Which is weird because the average length of an erect penis is less than that, 5.2 inches. So apparently in whatever study these people did, people (laughs) were able to stretch their flaccid penis farther than they could their erect penis. Now, I'm going to have to try this Mm -hmm. in the the comfort of my own bathroom. So I might try it tonight and report back to you whether – now, this is good news for me because I've measured and I'm – I'm doing okay based on this. Mm-hmm. Have you ever measured? You don't have to tell us the number, but no, no, I actually, I'm no, doing yeah. damn good yeah. compared to this average. Yeah, I would hope. I mean, damn good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. See those old those those gals at that strip club don't know what they're missing from the old oh, man. Shit. <laughs> no, I get that was not my scene, dude. I know, I know. And I hung out with. Vinny and, and these other young time, guys yeah. that were there and Dick Masterson just because I didn't want to look like a douchebag. <laughs> but uh and I did 
do something terrible to my new best friend Jay because he was wasted. I told the woman that was sitting that glommed onto him that he was a bit or a dot com billionaire. (laughs) 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 So he got the business from her. Oh my god! And uh, some of it actually wasn't true. I uh, wasn't (laughs) untrue. I don't want to say who he was, but he made a whole lot of money uh, (laughs) with an old website that. Anyway, you've heard of it. But anyway, <laughs> a really cool guy. I love the guy. And uh, so why I did that to him, I don't know. I, I do terrible things to people I like. <laughs> yes, you do. Now, what do you think the average circumference of a flaccid penis is? Flaccid? Yep. Now, remember your formula mm-hmm. for circumference of a circle because people, forget this, they're very terrible at estimating circumference. Mm-hmm. I would say... Three inches. Oh, that's not bad. I'll give you a give you an oh uh oh. No. Dang it. Oh. Give yourself a BL God, the soundboard is so loud today. <laughs> Sorry everybody. Yeah, three point seven inches. A lot of people will say an inch and a half. Okay. But they're not remembering that um, you know, two pi R is the circumference of a circle. So if your penis is only if you have a needle dick and your penis is only one inch across, two two times the radius, the radius would be a half inch, would be three point one four one five. It would be pi inches around, right? Okay. Yep. So if it's any more than that, it's gonna be more than pi inches. Mm-hmm. Now what about an erect penis? What do you think? Three inches. Less? You think it'll be less? Because well, it's... It's slightly more, I would say, but not much more. Because okay. it, it doesn't swell out so much, it just gets longer. That's true. That's because true. of the, uh, the the tissue and the, the that, cells. That's true. It's so um, it's 4.6 inches. Hmm. Now, so let's see. We can infer from that. If we divide that by pi, okay. we can defer what the diameter of the average erect penis is. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask Echo for that one. Echo? What's 4.6 divided by pi? 4.6 divided by pi rounds to 1.464. So about one and a half one inches. And a half, yep. Yeah. Isn't that something? It is crazy. Pi are not square, pi are round. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't think we've got time for anything else. If you got anything to plug, let's just go to no. go clean out the the shelves. At Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. And, um, Let us know if you need anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Check out drsteve.com. And, you know, we'll get out of here. That wasn't too bad today. Not bad at all. Yeah. Actually, all right. I enjoyed the show. Yeah, I did too. I enjoyed it for the yeah. first time in a while. So, yeah. All right. Uh, we can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Teft, That Gould Girl, Lewis Johnson, Paul Opcharsky, Chowdy 1008, Eric Nagel, the Port Charlotte Whore, the Saratoga Skank, Roland Campo, sister of Chris, Sam Roberts, she who owns pigs and snakes, Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Matt Kleinschmidt, Dale Dudley, Holly from the Gulf, Steve Tucci times three, the great Rob Bartlett, Vicks Nether Fluids, Carl's Deviated Septum, Casey's Wet T-Shirt, Bernie and Sid, Martha from Arkansas's Daughter, Vinny's pot gummies. I don't know. I'll come up with something for Vinny. Ron Bennington and Fez Watley. The ever great Fez Watley, who will never be forgotten, who supported this show, never went unappreciated. Listen to our Sirius XM show on the Faction Talk channel. Sirius XM channel 103, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. I don't even know if this is right. So just listen to it on demand. You, Everybody has on demand now with SiriusXM subscription. Just listen on demand. But other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules, podcasts, and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps. Quit smoking. Get off your asses and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Thank you, Dr. Scott. Thank you.
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.